This is a special episode of the Bite Thy Thumb podcast. A little, a little uh, Super Bowl post <laughs> post watch reaction. Um, considering on our last episode we gave a little prediction. Yeah, who was the closest? Of uh, none of us actually. <laughs> uh, who was the closest uh, by like technical? Technically, you were the closest because you were the only one who said that the Bucks had a chance of winning. No, oh. you, Ethan. You also said don't count the bucks out. I did, but like we, uh, at, at the end, we did a, a final prediction. Like, oh yeah, and I, uh, both of us said that, that, that it'll be close, but that the Chiefs would win. And then James gave like three possibilities, <laughs> and uh, one of them being that the Bucks could win by a little bit, which was wrong, uh, because they they won by by quite a lot. Um, we will we will get there in a second. So. I didn't write down what we said, but as I mentioned before, <laughs> uh, all three of us kind of assumed that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs would take this and run with it. Um, I think everybody kind of did. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people did. Everyone probably except for the Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like the scoreboard at the final. They're like, "Oh shit, we won!" They didn't yeah. Really <laughs> The game's already over. Damn, this confetti is. Those are our colors. Damn. So I, uh, I hate to spoil this for anyone who uh, maybe recorded the game and wanted to watch the Super Bowl a week later. Uh, <laughs> but the, the Buccaneers did in fact win the Super Bowl on Sunday, uh, giving Tom Brady his seventh ring in his his uh, historic career and his fifth Super Bowl MVP, uh, which is now. He now has more Super Bowl MVPs than anyone else. Uh, any other QB has Super Bowl rings. So any other franchise has Super Bowls. So he yeah. So he has more Super Bowls than any any franchise, yeah. and also has more Super Bowl MVPs than any other QB has Super Bowl rings. Right. <clears throat> um. But I've been I've been talking for a little bit here, kind of giving a, a the the recap, but uh. Well, how do you guys feel about the game? Give me, give me some of your reactions, James. Please. No, honestly, what I'm curious about, because you guys know more about mm -hmm. the players and stuff, is what exactly went wrong with the Chiefs. I mean, we can do that after, but I mean, yeah, I was. The Chiefs brought a ton of hockey players, which was curious. <laughs> Probably should have brought football players. They considered yeah. the baseball players, but yeah, but, but well, they did that for the story, you know, like they they wanted the the news headline to be hockey players on offensive line outsmart the buccaneers defense like well it was really it was really a combination of things like one the 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 tampa bay defense did a really good job and the super bowl is unique because it's one of the it's literally the only game all season where each team gets two entire weeks to game plan for the other team right. which is oh. really a long time um so that's unique you know patrick mahomes is playing with turf toe which sounds like not that serious, but 
it's like when you sprain a bunch of small ligaments in your big toe it, it sounds actually really painful yeah it's and awful. um <laughs> and, and it makes it, it makes it pretty hard to play quarterback what are you gonna say when did he do that There's, i just thought he had a concussion i didn't know uh, he had like a bunch of well he never officially had a concussion um, <laughs> we're going by league standards here damn um, right mr goodell <laughs> we're trying to keep our press passes so we don't want to bad mouth the league um i think the turf toe happened towards the end of the regular season um, yeah they also the other thing was they also had a couple of linemen who were uh who were out there starting linemen which you know the difference between like a really good starting alignment and your backup lineman is pretty significant. And one of the biggest strengths of the Buccaneers defense is their pass rush, um, which played literally out of their minds for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was, it was really strange, honestly. I, I mean, really Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator for the Buccaneers really just kind of called a perfect game. And and I was listening to some people talk about it this morning and it, it's kind of crazy. I think a common thing that every Dumbo wannabe football brain like me, mm-hmm. you know, says is like, Oh, you should pressure the quarterback. <laughs> and they, they really didn't blitz yeah. very much at all. They sent those four, you know, they, they, they rushed four all game and kind of, you know, did their thing in the pass coverage and mm-hmm. uh, to hold the offense that literally had never been held to less than 30 points in the playoffs before. And was projected for so many points this week to literally nine points and zero yeah. touchdowns. Uh, it's pretty crazy. It's the first time in Patrick Mahomes three season career that he hasn't scored a touchdown in a game. Well, actually, last episode, I literally did the. I, I talked about the Mike Greenberg or whatever his name is, the yep. 10 stats of Patrick Mahomes' career. Yep. All of them were shattered on, yep. on Sunday. It was like, <laughs> he's never not scored a touchdown. He's always been three. Like, all that stuff. Every single one of them was busted. Like, it, it was crazy. There was also another one busted, not Patrick Mahomes related, but uh, the Tom Brady has never scored a touchdown in the first quarter in the Super Bowl and the nine previous Super Bowls was uh, rendered null and void uh, and his touchdown to none other than Rob Gronkowski in the first quarter of the Super Bowl, and uh, which actually ties into another funny uh, fact here. Every, I think it's every passing touchdown, at least in the first half, was thrown to a member of the Buccaneers who was not a bu- member of the Buccaneers last year and was brought on by Tom Brady this year. Yeah, it was crazy. Like Evans and Godwin, the weapons that everyone said he was going to Tampa Bay for, they literally had like two catches. Yep. Um, so yeah, that James, it's kind of what went wrong. And like, like Jared said, they were uh, the difference between your starting offensive lineman um, and the other guy is literally between like you're calling one the starting guy and the other one's just the other guy. Uh, but so it's Terry. different. It's not like receiver no. where like, you know, your best receiver is a great luxury, mm-hmm. but you know, the backup was like a really good star receiver at his college one day, like in the NFL, you know, you have a couple of pretty good linemen. Maybe there are some teams that don't have a single good lineman yeah. and you know, the backups are really like a big, big step down. Like, yeah. You know, they were basically just getting blown up. Every single play, Mahomes was running for his life, and that's just yep. 
not what the Chiefs have looked like all year. So, and, and it a, sucks for those guys because it's not really their. It, I mean, it kind of is their fault. Yeah. They, they probably should have. <laughs> so, so the linemen, mode. the linemen that were out, were those linemen out like the previous few games? So that was just this game that they were. Out. I don't know, but one of them just tore his Achilles or whatever it was. The yeah. last playoff game at the very end. So about as bad as it gets. And the other one, I'm not sure. But yeah. And it, it, it was rough. Another kind of interesting the interception at the end broke my heart. <laughs> it, it, a little it bit. Like, broke your heart. I, fe- I don't know. Like I thought they were going to lose anyways, <laughs> but I was like, man, that was that, it. Go, sometimes when I, time. when I watch, when I watch sports, sometimes I get like the, the secondhand, like intense empathy where like, yeah. it's always like during baseball, like when the pitcher gives up like the grand slam and he's, right. they just zoom in on his face in the mouth. It's just, <laughs> Utter so sad look and i'm like come on man like he probably feels pretty bad like we don't we don't gotta like <laughs> blow up his spot here or anything it's like when it, in We're the gonna... championship when they zoom in on all the like the losing players and they're all crying they're like look at him <laughs> look at him sit there he really took this one to look heart yeah like he knows no this sh- may yeah no shit like his dream was to win this game and like <laughs> he knows this may be his last chance ever and now he's crying. You know what's interesting, though, honestly, is like the subtle narrative that the camera people build, like during the game. Like they kept showing Matthew like a jerk the whole time, like him being pissed off, and they kept they're like, amazing highlighting it, and it made me feel like mad at like they know how to like make you connect with little subtle things. It's so it's weird. The, it's the world stage, man. It's the Super Bowl. But uh... <laughs> I was fascinated by the Brady Matthew thing the, the that that unfolded over Twitter yeah, because. Was... You know, they you're right, the cameras did follow them all game, and yeah. it was weird because Brady went after Matthew and then Matthew got the penalty. But today on Twitter, after you know, all the people speculating about it, it came out that Brady apologized to him, yep, and like texted him and stuff. So, oh, they got each other's numbers. I feel like everyone, if, if you're Tom Brady, you can basically get anybody in the yeah. world's number, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like if Tom Brady texts you and he's like, "Hey, do you have Tyrone Matthews' number? If you have it, you're like, "Yes, sir. Here it is." Yeah. <laughs> um, what was um, what was your favorite moment in the game, or one of them? Just like either of you, I don't know. Uh, scumbag moment. My favorite moment in the game was every time Leonard Fournette did well because I have him in a couple dynasty leagues and I thought he was oh. uh, like a dead asset. So, but I mean, honestly, like. It was weird. I was after a season of not really knowing how to feel about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I was happy to see him win because yeah. I knew that he would not be able to do anything close to this with the current Patriots roster. I mean, yep. we, we were just not even close to up to par for for him. And you know, with the couple of years left that he has, however long now, um, you know, it was nice that he got to play with a really good team and. I think the coolest thing, and this kind of, Ethan, I'll, I'll let you say what you thought the coolest thing was, but, you know, this kind of segues into something that I wanted to talk about after, which I know you probably agree with me on, which is this was really the first time where I was like, you know, I think it's possible that the the Patriot way and the, the whole magic of what happened in New England mm-hmm. was really a lot of Brady's doing because – listening to the way people talked about Brady after the, like after the game and, and, and having people, I, I remember the thing that stuck out most to me, the quote was someone was like, you know, he just came here and taught us how to win. Like yeah. we were just a franchise that had just done so much losing. 
And the Bucks have had a lot of talent. They've never had yeah. as good of a defense as they've had this year, but they've had the talent before and they've just always really been losers. Like yeah. I, I remember even a couple of years ago when their team was so good, they were whatever it was six and 10. And it was like, yeah. how does this team just lose all these football games? And, you know, throughout a season of up and downs and learning each other and the coaching and stuff, Brady really showed all of them how to win. And during that Super Bowl, it was crazy. Like the Chiefs are this invincible Goliath team, yet the Bucks are the team that look like they've been there before after yeah. literally never even being close to there. Yeah. Yeah. Like they not only just the better team, but you're right. They just they looked like they were the ones that were meant to be there. Even though that, like, like the Chiefs ha- were last year's champions, like they, they'd already been there. They they knew how to win, but they, they looked lost out there. Um, it was weird to see. Yeah, and uh, I think. Hmm. So I've, I thought I, one thing that was very strange was that Kelsey. Every time that Kelsey made a catch over the middle like he always does and, and, and looks like a superhero. Right. Especially in the second half of the game, he would get knocked over the middle and he would get up pretty slow. Yeah. He he was looking a little different and it was just fascinating and I tweeted about this, but you know, the Gronk and Kelsey debate really kind of raged when Gronk was out of football for a year or whatever it was. Yeah. And you know, if they finally got head to head in the Super Bowl and washed up Gronk, you know, Gronk a couple years past his prime kind of, and, and Kelsey literally man. set the record for yards by a receipt Kelsey set the record for yards by a tight end. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, it's not like it was embarrassing, but like there was a couple plays where like Mahomes made those amazing, like, you know, run out of the pocket, like throw as he's about to get hit. Right. And on third down and it went right to Kelsey and it would like bounce off his hands. And you're like, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they, I don't know. They just they looked scared, um, and I mean, I it's never an easy situation when you're down that much that quickly. But if any team besides the Patriots to expect to to come back, like the whole game, I was like, it's not over. Like it's Patrick Mahomes, um, but they're just they never seem to have that push to where like you, you you know get that momentum going like they, there was never a moment where you saw like that they need they, i think it, it was after when it was 21-3 or 21-6 um and they went three and out again and i remember my uh, my dad was like they need they need a touchdown or like on the next driver it's over and it just never happened <laughs> um they Did never you had them that hearing who left you that voicemail or no that was our sponsors by the way the phone call. Which Who was that? There's got to be Ethan's. What do you mean? <laughs> you didn't hear the phone ringing in the background? Oh, that was my house. Yeah. <laughs> his, his house was ringing. Yeah. I was just curious. Oh, your house was like, you don't have a phone in it. Like the house itself just rings. Yeah, they were giving me a call. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I, I have like actually, that. do you think Brady would ever coach? No. That's a fantastic question. I would say definitely. Ah! That's you a think good he could point. be a good coach. I don't know. Because I was thinking that I was having that conversation with my dad. I was like, because the the Arians, the coach of the um the Bucks was saying that he just let Brady come in and do most of this thing. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder if Brady would ever coach if he retires, if he would just retire and 
I don't know, do nothing. My opinion is that Brady has just done so much in his playing career. Like he's worked so incredibly hard in his body and stuff. Yeah. I think he would probably, and he's done it for so unusually long. Yeah. I think he would probably soak it up with his family and stuff. Yeah. Cause he said like, it's never like the really great players that end up coaching. It's always like the pretty good players that like were really smart, but Brady was too, he's been too good for too long. He's lived it up in the spotlight enough. I think he just wants to chill. Yeah. Does he though? Cause he always seems like he doesn't want to stop. I think he just, he wants to keep maximizing. I think it's just like, because people say like, Oh, like, When's he going to walk away? Like why he's got a family, like obviously, you know, the, the, the damages that long-term football play can have. Um, but I, I think he's just, a, I mean, he's a psychopath, but at the same time, like, I think he's also, he's still seeing a time <laughs> clock where he can like, like um, he's like, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to maximize gonna, this stuff. Yeah. Like I'm not going to lose out on that. Um, and like, he hasn't been proven wrong yet. <laughs> No, and also, like, there's only – I mean, again, there's there's 32 NFL teams, and there's certainly not 32 human beings in the world who are capable of playing quarterback. So, I mean, if there's only 15 players who are – you know, whatever it is, if there's 20 guys who can play quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. it, Brady's obviously still one of them, even if he's only the 13th best or 12th best or whatever right. it is. That was obviously good enough this year to win the Super Bowl. And honestly, I think that really this was the first year. I mean, it sounds dumb for me to say this because I'm a Patriots fan, but this was the first year as an outside observer that I was like, wow, the way that he goes about things, the way that he has been there before, he's literally been there 10 times. Like just having a guy like Brady around really does change the way your whole organization goes about the Super Bowl. And I think something that's interesting is I was listening to something today and they said that, you know, Jimmy G was up by 10 points in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl that Patrick Mahomes won. Yep. And at the end of the game, their one Jimmy G long touchdown pass, he missed that one long touchdown pass at the end of the game by inches. Yeah. If they complete that, you might be looking at a Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl record of 0-3. Yeah. That's 0-3. legitimately interesting to think about. Oh, and two. It, it, he only has one win, right? He's been yeah, in the Super Bowl three times. He's, he's one and two, right? Twice. No, he's only played in it twice. Or, or, or right, right. But he'd be zero oh and two, and he's yeah. he'd never he'd have won. What is it like two AFC championship AFC championship games, and that's it. I mean, yep. it, it it's kind of interesting. I'm not yeah. saying obviously this game was not even close to Mahomes' fault. Right, that's totally spin zone. But it it is pretty crazy because actually I noted that. James, we were talking about this last week, and James said, you know, do you really think that, like, Mahomes will be dominant for 10 years? Because 10 right. years is a lot in the NFL. It's a long and time. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and, you know, we kind of said, you know, yeah, you know, Kelsey's 31 and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we just penciled, penciled Mahomes in for a Super Bowl here. And now it's yeah. like, okay, he has won. And... You know, just yeah, if, you can't even really know if Kelsey has a bad year and now he's 32 and Tyree Kill, he's had his issues. And it, it, it's kind of crazy how fast that big window that's like, oh, yeah, the Chiefs are going to win for the next 10 years. Like, 
it it actually closes really fast it changes fast yeah um it's it's gonna be interesting i think because like we we penciled them in for i mean i'm still not gonna say that mahomes isn't good for another couple but yeah like they i had assumed they were gonna win this one and it was gonna be like a you know ceremonial passing of the torch between the last two generations goat and like the new one um i'm sure it's gonna happen again Uh, obviously brady can't play forever but it, uh, this was a big one, and well, I, I think you oh. can't you can't get that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Tony Romo put it. Put I think it, he's at a nursing home, and they're like Brady. They're like Brady, you gotta <laughs> we gotta bring him out again. Yeah, like, oh, I gotta play. <laughs> he's like, nah, man, that seventy-year-old wide receiver. He's got something that I can get out of him. I it's not even like he's him. good at that point. He's just like he just scares people when he walks on the field. That's like a feeble old man, and he's like, gonna be the last they snap I played. Tom, they just but don't I'll want do it for you. <laughs> um, but uh, it, yeah, uh, I think Tony Romo put it the best, where he said that this this game was more about Mahomes' legacy than it was about Brady's, because uh, like it was cemented that Brady is the greatest of all time with six, maybe even when he had five or four. Uh, <laughs> we were saying it when he had three, but um. They like now in the conversation, it's always like say Mahomes gets to four, he puts he breaks all the records. But this is like the first time we we have on like sports, like modern sports era in, in the modern sports era where like we bring up the conversation oh, no, no, Mahomes is better, he put up all the numbers, he, he still won four, but it's like, but he lost to the other guy. You know, like, I think that. Yeah, it's not like Brady lost to Montana. Right. And never lost. Like, yeah, he lost to Peyton in the AFC championship once, but he never really lost to his major. He beat the two other guys on the way to beat Mahomes. Um, so it's that it was a legacy game. And I don't like somehow it made Tom Brady even higher on the list <laughs> even though he was the highest yeah it's it's weird because it's weird because i felt like just the way the guys were talking about him bringing the winning culture over yeah you know i i, I think the belichick deserves credit for for the seven and nine season yeah i wanted to get back to a quarterback that. who really the you know belichick did go seven and nine with a quarterback who really couldn't complete a forward pass of more than five yards right no offense to cam newton who i love but no you're right you know for brady to and i mean i think you're right about it affecting mahomes legacy more but for brady to go here year one a completely new system whole new coaching staff whole new team yeah and bring the winning culture to a place that hasn't won since I forget when the Bucks won, like 2002 or whatever. Yeah. Or the year between the Patriots. Um, I mean, it, it it's crazy. And, and and you had that thing before the Super Bowl with Amendola talking about, you know, Belichick was asking me to take pay cuts. And the only reason I really did it was because I wanted to play with Brady. Right. You know, I, I think it's probably mostly that 
it's really easy to get a viral soundbite when you talk right. shit about Bill Belichick. But, you know, I think there's some truth to, you know, when you're talking about these 20 year old guys at the primes, primes of their career making millions of dollars. Yeah. It is probably more influential to be talking to Tom Brady than it is for Bill Belichick. And, you know, the next couple of years, and especially this year in free agency with the big, big $60 million they have in free agency, it's going to be interesting to see if people actually want to come play with Belichick or yeah, if some guys avoid it. That would make me sad personally. But Yeah, I, I think it's it, it has been established that Belichick, I mean, it was always like bring in the veteran, bring up the quote unquote washed up veteran. Um, and now it's, and the question was always like they, they never drafted well. They, they never really took in the young guys and like built them up. Like the, the ones that really shouldn't count are like Gronk. They took, they, they took a chance on him because he had a bad back in the draft. But like, other than that, there's not a whole lot of like culturing up the young guys. It's always been the core around Brady and then bringing in, the forgotten veteran off of the waivers and making them decent again. Um, so yeah, I, I think this will be this off season will be a test. Um, I don't think anyone's ever going to think any differently about Bill Belichick being the greatest coach of all time, but I think I think this one hurts it hurts it a little bit. <laughs> As someone who is a Patriots fan, like I do, you think that he's go ahead. You think he's proud though, in a way, to see Brady like be good? That's a good do question. Good. That's an odd. He doesn't really say much, right? Like he hasn't really. He's. Like... I think that someone will definitely ask him that early next year. Yeah. Yeah, and like, like yeah. I mean, in the goodbye letter, like he did call him the greatest of all time. So it's not like there's this animal like. He, Bill Belichick, just you know, ego aside, he still respects good football players. Um, so I think there is like a, a level of respect there. But um, yeah, I do think it's got to be different for him to. There definitely is a level of respect, but I think it's different for him to look at somebody that he's, you know, exclusively won. I mean, not exclusively because he has won his other, but as a head coach, mm-hmm. he's exclusively won with, with Tom Brady. Right. And, you know, to watch him go year one, I think the year one thing is just the biggest thing because it's so hard to do that. When Peyton won with the Broncos, was that year one or was that year two? Two. They, oh, so he had the MVP season. Uh, They got blown up by the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, right? Yep. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I mean, and that's the thing about next year. I'm actually interested because I don't know if I mentioned it in the last episode, but I just traded Jared Goff for Tom Brady straight up right? in Dynasty. And I was kind of nervous about that. And you know what? Watching this game, I'm like, I think he's going to go for another one in Tampa Bay. He's got no reason not to. Right. Yeah. I mean, James, you got any football thoughts to close us out? Yeah, please. We're all oh, we're done right now. No, 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 not done with the but done with football. I'd say. Are we gonna talk about the halftime show after? Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Um. Nah, honestly, I don't know. I I just think there's not really much to say that hasn't been said on it. I don't know. It was just super impressive, and it was just weird. I don't know. Like it just felt, just, uh, you know, it felt like too like too movie like 
like I don't know, just after every play after play, I was like, this can't be happening. That's what I just kept thinking in my. That's eyes. what I dude. That's honestly like such an accurate way to put it. Like, and and again, shame on us, me and Ethan, really, as Patriots fans for not picking Brady because it's literally like, yeah, like Mahomes is definitely gonna win. They're like a super team. Yeah, and but it's like it's cool that Brady's even here. And then at halftime, like it's like, oh my god, like Brady's actually gonna win. And I kept saying that to kind of, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like like Brady's like up by like 20. Like, I think they're actually gonna win. And she's like, wow, it's, it's just like one of those things. It's like, oh yeah, like Tom Brady's doing something crazy. That's that's crazy, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, like I you do. said, shame shame on us. Yeah, for for doubting someone who we had nothing but faith in for 20 years. <laughs> um even like you know what's the you know what's the funniest thing yeah. after i'm gonna say it after but I, I just remembered it but go ahead what are you saying even after what i was gonna say even after like the last season he played with us like we were terrible <laughs> towards the end he, uh, a minute left in that uh divisional round although the wild card round and like we were gonna lose and it was still like no nah, nah, they come back somehow because it was tom brady like there yeah there should have never been a second where we <laughs> We doubted him. Um, yeah, he's been to ten Super Bowls in, in uh, technically nineteen seasons of starting. Um, so I don't know, man. Like it's it's been crazy. It's been a ride. Um, and I, I and a big old fuck you to anyone saying that Patriots fans can't be happy for tom brady because he's on another team Damn and that we're that, i don't know why everybody's saying that I, i've been seeing that all over social media are people media. actually like, saying that people are saying that yeah i will admit that at the big i don't even think it was a negative reaction from new england fans it was just weird everyone yeah, was, was like weird. oh it's weird to see brady with the box and he started weird but honestly i i saw very few patriots fans that no one had anything negative to say James, I did want to ask you. It's very controversial, and the opinions have been polarizing, to say the least. You know, mm. you play the guitar, as we all know. Oh, oh, yeah. What? And Ethan brushes the teeth. He does. What? What did you think of the Weak Nids halftime performance? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I mean, his songs are good. I just don't know if I like the 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 decisions. I don't know if they were trying to like have like a mask, but make the masks seem cool and not like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if they're trying to do something. Oh, you didn't like the masks. I just thought like a lot of the visuals were just, I think, you know, for most people it's cool, but I just, I don't know, for like the Super Bowl, it was, it just seemed like too edgy or like too serious. But I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hate it. I just, I just wasn't like, I wasn't like glued into it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I was of the opinion that, and, and Kendra loved it. And she was actually kind of offended that I wasn't super into it. I thought it was yeah. good. I, I thought, thought it was good. he sounded yeah. live. He, he definitely sounds like he was singing for real. The performance was tight. He, I thought the part where he went on the field with the, with the big number of maxed performers was cool. Yeah. Um, my opinion was that it was a little bit underwhelming considering the fact that it was a Super Bowl. Um, there was no guest either. There's usually a guest, right? 90 most of the time. Yeah, I I feel like it was over kind of quick. There yeah. there was no guests yeah. or anything. And the mirror thing went viral, but I didn't 
particularly get it really but but you know i mean i mean i think i was honestly influenced because again this is like you know kendra's favorite artist but i thought that somebody like halsey who is a prolific performer yeah would have done a more grandiose job of the super bowl and again it's not to say that the weekend wasn't good like he sounded great the performance was really entertaining no yeah but when you're talking about the super bowl i also think it's it's okay to say that was okay like or good like yeah yeah I feel like like it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I think like the the whole thing with the halftime show, it has to be like it, it's not really about the music. It's so much more about like how much shit can we throw in in right. ten minutes of a performance. And you know what? Well, I the other thing me, that I heard too is go first. Well, I was gonna say the other thing that I heard too is that the COVID had something to do with I think. like weekend wanted to have more people involved in something. That's what and, I mean. That's what I mean. And yeah. even there was some parts where he wanted to have a bigger, you know, audio visual performance, and they literally just weren't allowed to have the quantity of people they would have needed right. to move set pieces on and off the field, right? And in, in a proper amount of time. So I, I think that's a that's a fair point. That definitely made me reconsider my opinion. Was thinking about the mm-hmm. potential COVID restrictions because you know you might forget about them because the Super Bowl certainly had no COVID <laughs> restrictions, but the performance may have. Yeah, and I, the one thing that like frustrates me is because it wasn't like spectacular and like well regard like com- like all around the board loved that now it's gonna open like it opened up a dialogue on at least on Twitter where I was seeing people like oh why don't they just you know bring out like a classic rock band again like like no stop <laughs> doing like, but no one's gonna be happy yeah like you know um. No one wants to see Tom, uh, you know, rest in peace, whatever. We talked about him a little bit on the last part. We, we went over like the former. <laughs> no, don't person. say someone who's alive. Just say someone No, who's no, alive. I can't. Like no one wants to see Tom Petty. <laughs> like I remember, I remember that show and it was awful. Like the adults in the room, like of the several generations ahead were just like, why was he here? Like no one of like the, the younger crowd like wants to listen to this. And uh, like no one, like no one you know, got um, the, the guitar through the heart reference. Like no one cared. Like, I don't know. I I don't know. It, it's it tends to be more simple. I feel like the the best shows are the ones that are more simplified with like fun music and just like easy yep. to understand things like family and love or like partying. <laughs> Honestly, like the Michael Jackson stuff or like yeah. family and love or drugs. <laughs> no, but one thing too, like a lot of people always told me or like that I was in school with for music, they would always say that The weekend, you know, like he does really good with his music and his music videos and things. But when it comes to live performances, he tends to come, he can be like a little awkward sometimes. Or like, he's not like the best showman. At least that's what I heard. Like, he's not like the biggest, he doesn't have like a showman personality. Yeah. When he's like on stage. He kind well, of in like his defense, it's really hard to do cocaine in public. I mean... <laughs> it's easy for him to do it in the well, studio, I, but he can't do it in front of a crowd of ten million. <laughs> is he a known cokey, cokehead, cokey? Yeah. What? <laughs> Honestly, I I thought that Halsey, I, I thought that Halsey was a no-brainer pick for it. Like, mm-hmm. was that an option, or was that is like she, being discussed? Is she from Florida? No, she's from New no. Jersey. Okay. Uh, same thing am i right <laughs> not that far <laughs> off but i mean like when you think about halsey to me the first thing you think about her is that she is a 
phenomenal performer and she does like large large performances like she goes for it like as big as you can go that seems like a no-brainer pick for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And maybe I honestly think she's like if if there's betting odds, I'd like to look up DraftKings if they have betting odds for next year's Super Bowl halftime performer. I would put a nice hundred dollar bill, I would say. Yeah. On on Halsey if we could <laughs> nice bet in Massachusetts. Hunted. Yeah. As the kids. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like like the weekend's <laughs> whole vibe is is kind of like, I don't know, introverted and and like deep in this, yeah. you know. It's I don't know like people who watch the Super Bowl are just like I just want to be entertained for like five minutes and not think about anything. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure it was a good fit. I think I think yeah. the weekend's better suited for like a club concert kind of scene where it's a little more intimate, but it also can like they can get a light show going yeah. and it's in a smaller space, um, better like a, a better acoustic because like the mute. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but like when I listen to the weekend's music, like. like I make sure I have good headphones on because, like, it's usually like an ex, like, sort of an, an experience. Oh yeah, like, the so way he puts the music on, yeah. Um, or like, yeah. I feel like it that, that wasn't captured really well, like ha- having to run around the field, you know. Um, but I, 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 all in all, I thought it was good. Um, did you guys have any uh, any favorite commercials? I didn't. I missed a lot of them honestly because yeah, so I was working I. for for most of the game. I was stressful. I know. We, I was yeah, stressed. We're, we're not really good for this. <laughs> a lot of the commercials towards the end I found were not very good. Mm-hmm. The biggest one that stood out to me as a great commercial was the M&M's one. Oh, oh Puppy Monkey Yeah, baby. that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember the one part where, like, basically it was like they were giving bags of M&M's to people as apologies. Mm-hmm. And this one girl went up to the other girl at the office, and she was like, I'm sorry that I called you a Karen. And she was like, my name is Karen. And she gave her another bag of M&M's. She goes, I'm sorry that your name is Karen. I thought that was actually pretty funny. I like the um the Wayne's World one with Cardi B. That's that was one. good. That yes. one was good. And I always appreciate When they pulled the babies out, I was like, I feel B. stupid for laughing at this. Dude, but- that was like a whole ass commercial that was pretty funny. And then Cardi B came in like yeah. halfway through. I was like, yo, this commercial yeah, She really got into funny. it. So like it wasn't it wasn't cringy when she like dressed up no. as them and she was doing like the Wayne's World thing. She's I great. Me, honestly, we love her. I, 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 I know that she's got her flaws, but she's awesome. <laughs> I think she's hysterical. I appreciate the, the commercials any really experience with, uh, with Cardi B on the television. So any. <laughs> Any, yeah. she does good in commercials, honestly. Beat me with a baseball bat. It's whatever. Um, I'm gonna leave that <laughs> in too because I want everyone. To, I want everyone to know where I stand on Cardi B. Uh, <laughs> Could have a bunch of women lined up in your DMs. Hello, Ethan. I'd like to beat you with the baseball bat. <laughs> hey, I'm a I'm a taken man. Those days are done. Um, but uh, yeah. So I, mean, I, I actually... only get beat by one woman with the baseball bat nowadays. Hey, she'd be okay with that because uh, she'd like as long as I get tickets or whatever to the next concert. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I missed a lot of the commercials. I don't know why. I like I was watching. I think I just like I was like, eh. I think I was trying to get drunk too fast. You know, I really don't like the commercials where it's just like let's throw as many celebrities and as many things as we can into here. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's sometimes like sloppy. I think it's like that. I get. Yeah, and then I don't know, and then some commercials that the acting was just like painful to, to like listen to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just so cringy. Sometimes. You know what? Also, I didn't be. appreciate, and uh, I saw some tweets about it too. Like, it's like it's kind of a meme, but at the same time, where it's like, 
The world is dying. Life is hard. Everyone oh, like the dying. Bruce Springsteen commercial? Buy our cars. I gotta be honest, I actually missed the Bruce Springsteen commercial. It was kind of like hopeful, but it was it, it, it was you like interrupted that, my like the bit, world that I was, was all serious to, and I was trying to do a bit, but it's cool. Shit. <laughs> One of the most memorable Super Bowl commercials in my entire life was in 2014 when the Patriots beat the Seahawks. There was a commercial and it was like a little boy and he was like, "I like to ride my bike. Like I like to play outside." And then he was like, "These are all the things I would have said if I wasn't killed oh. by a drunk driver." And it was yeah. like. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> like that shit came out of nowhere. And then there were like a bunch of kids die by being run over by bad drivers. So don't be one of them. It was like, damn, bro. Like I'm just trying to have a couple of drinks and watch a Super Bowl. You know what's even funnier is that there's a point when the people are trying to like, you know, figure out where all these commercials should go. And they're just like, I don't know where the fuck to put yeah. this, but they Let's paid us a lot of money. So we right gotta put the this halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> like it follows a Doritos commercial. It's like, yeah, don't kill kids, man. Doritos. It goes like Lady Gaga singing and Bad then, Romance, and then it's then it's like a kid dying. Sarah and then McLaughlin. it goes back to another one, and then it goes back to like another positive one. It's 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 mind you, mind you. A lot of those people are probably watching that are drunk anyways, and they're like they're trying to have a. I guess maybe that's why. Right? They're all they're all planning on driving home later. <laughs> Uh, one thing I I didn't get to watch it, but my parents were telling me like the um like the was it the national anthem or like the first thing they said that that was like really good. Oh, Eric, it was they Eric had, like, Church someone... and someone else. Oh God, I feel bad. That I didn't know. think it was great to be honest. You didn't like it? I didn't watch it. I don't know, but that's just what. I mean, at oh, thank you. I I thought Church was fine. I thought the the girl the the H E R that did her America's that did her. the. Yeah guitar and singing for mm -hmm. america the beautiful that was amazing not Dude, for nothing she probably should have done the national anthem she's awesome i love her she well, was fantastic her. oh my yeah. and she was beautiful on the guitar and then she she was so beautiful singing and playing i was like it's so impressive to to be that ambitious for the national anthem or i mean excuse me for america the beautiful at the super bowl mm. and then she ripped a guitar yeah. solo i was like yeah. wow good for you she's <laughs> awesome. amazing and i want to say she's like super young definitely she not... definitely is because she's new it definitely yeah. the most memorable america the beautiful performance i can't remember another time america the beautiful has performed <laughs> which is also oh she's our age that's crazy She's actually yeah. older than Jarrett and I yeah. by a month. Yeah, we gotta cut that now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean I guess I guess we should probably wrap this up soon. Yeah. But the the only last one tiny thing that I did want to say about the Super Bowl mm -hmm. is that it's pretty interesting that last year they spent the Chiefs spent a first round pick on Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the running yeah. back. After it's been long documented that running backs were worthless. That you should only get them from the garbage, like Super Bowl winning running back Leonard Fournette, who went through waivers and the Chiefs passed on. And, um, you know, you got to wonder if they spent that first round pick on a backup lineman, on a better yeah. defensive player. Uh, Probably could have worked out a little differently. So, um, what you're telling me is you think Andy Reid's a bad coach. 
What I'm telling you is that Andy Reid should be fired. Brad Stevens <laughs> should be fired. Bill Belichick should be fired. Just get them all out, including the Boston coaches. Yes, they had nothing to do with it, but move them. Yeah. James, any last you words? Know, apparently, there's other countries. Yeah, I, I don't want to make a conversation about it, but apparently other Let's countries see. are like looking to get football, I heard. Like Canada yeah. wants to start teams. Like Canada wants to like start some professional NFL teams. And well, then Canada like has the CFL. Possibly. Um, which obviously I think that'd be kind of cool, though, honestly, to like see Canada compete. In I've the, been uh, rooting for uh, Mexico City to national. get one. Um, cause Are they, they good play... at football? No, but they they do a game in Mexico, uh, Mexico City every year. Well, until this year. All right, so this is uh, was a not so quick quickie episode of the uh, Bite Thy Thumb podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, we gave a little recap and shame on me and Jarrett once again. Um, we will get back to you next week with episode three. Thanks and goodbye. Show time. Go time. It's the big prize. Go long. Boy down. Get them rings now. Tough mind. Strong ties from a small town. Small fry. Keep trying for your small town. Your time. Go time. It's so small now. Have pride. Aim high. Going strong now. Sharp team. Big round. All the poles. That's the Bring out the gloves. Jungle, jungle, oh yeah. So bring out the blood. See me when I'm on a browse.